2: Welcome to the financial Podcast I'm Future Rich. My name is Barbara Ginty, and I am your host and also a CFP, which stands for a Certified Financial Planner. And I am here today with my guest, Mary. Hi, Mary. Hello. So Mary, give us a little bit of background on yourself. Uh, how old you are, where you live, single, married, uh, job, what's going on with the pandemic in your job?
3: Yeah, so I'm 26 years old. Um, I currently work at a grocery store, and I also work at an elementary school. I am single. So far, like, it hasn't really affected me, the pandemic. I've still been working at the grocery store a lot of hours, um, and then I'm still kind of working at the school. That's a little different, obviously, but I'm actually starting to go back now that they're implementing the phases, so I'll be going back to that soon.
2: What state are you in, or, like, whereabouts are you?
3: I'm in Orlando, Florida.
2: Okay. Oh, so they're gonna let you go back to school to work now. They're not. Are they bringing the kids back in Florida or no?
3: No. Yeah, they're done for the rest of the year. They're just be doing um, distance learning. Okay. But so I'm still you- going back to the school to um, just do like end of the year procedures, like take inventory, do anything like that.
2: Okay. So what is your what is your job at the schools?
3: I'm a paraprofessional.
2: So what's a what's a paraprofessional, and then what and how much you you make doing that? So a paraprofessional is, it kind of
3: um, varies, I think, in schools, but my um, specific role is a severe education paraprofessional. So I work with a kindergarten st- student who uses a wheelchair. So I help them oh, okay. with their you know, classroom activities, PE activities, after school activities. Um, and I actually oh, make eleven nice. eighty seven an hour with that job.
2: Well, that's exact. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you get benefits with your job?
3: <laughs> I do. Yeah, I get health benefits with that job.
2: Okay. And then, is it a set number of hours a week?
3: Yeah, it's. I think it's like thirty-five or thirty-six hours.
2: Okay. So we can do the math on that. But do you know what you make, what you gross annually from that?
3: Um. Annually, no. But I, I it's usually like six hundred and fifty per paycheck because I get paid biweekly, so.
2: Perfect. And then they take your health insurance out of that.
3: They, so I actually have like the most basic health insurance. So they like give that to me that they oh, okay. so yeah. For it.
2: Yeah. And then what about, do they have a retirement plan? Do they have a, are you like in the school district program so that you would have the 403B?
3: Yeah. So actually I only did this job for like a short amount of time. So my last day at that job is actually the 28th of May. Because I'm also a licensed, certified occupational therapy assistant. Okay. So I have my AS degree in that. Um, So I'm going to start looking for jobs. It's kind of like a long story of where my life is right now. But, um, yeah, I'm going to start looking for jobs as a CODA. So I'm not staying with this job long enough to get a retirement plan and things like that.
2: It doesn't make sense. Okay. So you're, so, and then, so you're doing the grocery store job in addition to the school job. And this sounds like both of these were temporary to try and look for a job with where you have your degree.
3: Yeah. So I've been with the grocery store since 2013. So that's kind of been a very like stable, you know, good job for me. So I'll probably keep that job as well. Um, if I were to get a CODA job, like just one day on the weekend.
2: Okay. And what do you do at the grocery store?
3: I'm a stock clerk, so I just put things on the shelf. You know, unload truck trucks, help customers, things like that.
2: Okay. Um, and but you've had that for a long time. Yes, you've been there for seven years.
3: Yeah, eight years. In August it'll be eight years. So it's it's been a I'm really fortunate to work there. So if any listeners are like yes. from the south, um, it's Publix. So it's it's a great company to work
2: for. Wow, so that's a long time to be with them. Yeah. Eight years. Yeah. And then so. Now, do you know, so what, well, so it sounds like you're a little bit in a transition with, it, except you're going to keep the grocery store a job because you've been there eight years, you like it, and it's extra money. Yes. Um, but then you're going to look for a job starting now, really, essentially, um, with your degree, which is an occupational therapist.
3: Assistant, yeah. Coda, it's CODA slash L is like the abbreviation for it.
2: Okay. And then, so what? what ultimately is your goal? So tell us a little bit about are you looking just to get into that field and work your way up? Are you looking to get a certain amount of income? Like what's your budget look like? What is rent and do you have student loans from getting your degree?
3: Yeah, I, so I actually have two AS degrees. One is in health information technology and the other one is occupational therapy assistant. Um, I have $49,011 from those two degrees. Um, so definitely looking to pay those off. Um, and i actually still live with my parents cuz i'm now saving up to hopefully buy my own house
2: okay great and then and then what are you, with the student loans are you were you eligible to defer them um, with the with the care act for the the pandemic for the covid so yeah my
3: first degree loans i don't have to make a payment on those until november but i've been slowly you know, paying into my, um, most recent degree student loans. I've been paying those off. So.
2: Okay. And so is the plan to get, then you're living at home to save money for a house, but is it also to get this paid off at this? So when you go to buy the house, you have this done and you have the money for the house. Yeah. Yeah. That would
3: be, that would be definitely a good goal to have.
2: Um, so, okay. So you have 49,000, um, in student loan payments, you're living with your parents. I'm assuming, is that rent free? Yeah. Wonderful. And then what do you have in terms of savings? I have, so I don't have like a ton of savings
3: as you think I should probably have living with my parents because I've also paid for myself to go to school for both degrees. Okay. Like I've barely had any assistance
2: even from like the government too. Um, mm-hmm.
3: So it's basically so been out of my own life.
2: pocket. Okay. So then your focus has been paying your way through school. And then now is going to be to pay off your debt and to save for a house. So what, what is um, an a ACOTA um, job pay? Do you know? They make anywhere
3: from, like, the highest you could get paid is maybe 26 an hour. But it honestly depends on the site and how much experience you have. So the lowest end, you make, like, 22 to 23 an hour. Okay. And that would be about,
2: and now are you looking for a job that's going to have benefits?
3: Yeah, most most full time coda positions do have benefits like dental health, vision,
2: all of that stuff, and retirement plans. Okay. So then uh, you would make somewhere between maybe forty and fifty thousand forty or fifty thousand annually on the high end. If yeah. being on the high end. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think what would be good because do you know what your interest rates are on are what they are on your student loans? Um, I'm not sure exactly. Because it sounds like if you were to get, um, it sounds like you have few bills besides the student loans, which is the bulk of them. But if you keep the grocery store job and you get one of a Coda job, which you have your degree in, which makes total sense, then I would try and I think I would say probably try and tackle your student loans and put everything you have at that yeah before you can get it done in a couple years and then instead and then once the loans are paid off use that same strategy and tuck away this you know because if you can get it done in let's say 3 years you could get right. a down payment saved probably 2 years following so buy a house at like 31 yeah maybe even more it just depends on how much you're going to you know it depends on what the job is and how much you'll net right so yes. if you're netting you know double what you're netting now so 1200 by weekly you know that's 2400 that you could let's just say and if you're working all the time right and then a day at the grocery store what what do you make from the grocery store usually
3: um i actually just recently got a raise so i'm not sure like annually yet what i would make but what were um, you making before um i think it was around I don't cool. think I've ever sat down
2: and, like, added it up. And added it up. Well, what, do you know what they pay you an hour at the grocery store? Right now I'm making sixteen sixty-five.
3: I think it is. Okay. So let's just say you work, what, one shift a
2: week, like eight hours a week?
3: Yeah, well, now I've been working, um, like, recently I've been working 40 or close to 40 hours because of COVID. I picked up a ton of yeah. shifts because my other job, I don't have to report there okay. so
2: yeah okay so if you're making um 1665 and you're doing 40 hours this is a gross number but that's 660 roughly a week right but oh. taxes like I I don't
3: even make close to that because of taxes so
2: so what are you taking home now from the grocery store
3: net um i think my last one was like 440 a week yeah Okay,
2: well, you're making more. You're making more than you were obviously making at the school. Yeah, I'm store. definitely making more money. Yeah, because um, you're making about eight eighty um, every two weeks. Yes. So that's a big difference. And then you're just taking the money you're making currently at the grocery store, and you're putting it towards your most recent degree.
3: Yeah. Well, I I put it towards like you know bills too, like my car, my car
2: insurance, things like that. So do you have an idea monthly what your bills are? Like car, car insurance, gas, food. Um, no, cause I haven't,
3: I haven't sat down recently and did redid that too. Cause I, I cut a lot of like excess spending too. Um, so I really don't even have like a ballpark number.
2: Cause I would think that, that but... even if you do, you know, if you're making 440 a week times four weeks a month, that's 1760. So then if you kept the grocery store job one day a week and worked five days a week at a CODA job, I would think, depending on what your bills are, but you, you know, rent is usually one of the largest, right. And you won't have that and that whatever you were going to be spending on rent with a thousand dollars could go right to student loans. And if you could put more towards it by, you know, work, because if you're working all the time, you'll be spending less money. Yes. Right. So if you could ideally put like 1500 on your student loans a month, right. You know, over the course of 12 months, that's eighteen thousand dollars that you would put on your student loans, mm-hmm. and the you know the closer you get to the twenty number, the faster you get it done. But if you got up to twenty thousand a year towards student loans, you would be done um, in two and a half years. Yeah, which yeah would be really good. <laughs> which would be really good, and then two and a half years later, you would have saved if you kept on the program, which will be tough, right? Because it's you're basically putting your head down and just working and saving and not allowing for much else. Yeah. But then if you. Did same thing. You would then have fifty thousand. I would say probably use forty for a down payment and ten for an emergency fund. Mm-hmm. But you also want to save for retirement too. I don't mean to throw like a wrench into the plan, but
3: yeah So yeah. I've been adding to my retirement um, through Publix. So I, I started that a couple years ago. I think I have close to twelve grand. Oh, okay, fantastic. I didn't
2: realize So they offer you a retirement, even though you're well, you. Have been part time on and off. Yeah,
3: so I'm not even I'm not even officially full time there. I just work, um, because at Publix, if you're a part timer, um, you don't you obviously don't get all the benefits for health insurance and things like that. Um, but I'm fortunate enough to where I could work 35 to 40 hours as a
2: part timer. Yeah, that's fantastic. Okay, and even as a part timer, they have they give you access to the uh, retirement plan.
3: But yes, correct. Yeah, I get access to retirement and stock as well. I haven't done any stock but I've, I've been putting into my retirement. Great. That's fantastic.
2: So then you definitely want to keep that up.
3: Yeah. And that's the reason why I would keep, um, that job like one weekend day or two weekend days a month in order to, um, put towards my retirement.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And then, um, at a certain point, once you tackle the student loans, or even if you're feeling like you're having a good handle, because the key is on having a handle on the budget, right? Right. Right. The key is to know monthly, what do you need to spend on? What's your target for your student loans? What's your target for retirement? I would do the house as the third. The reason why is because you're never going to get your 20s back in terms of compounding of interest for retirement. So I think you're better off buying a house at 32 or 33 and having funded your retirement from 26 till then, than doing nothing or not as much on retirement to get to the house at 31 or 30. Because you're never going to get those five years back, and that's going to make, a, you know, the growth of the a little bit of money at your age makes a huge difference. You probably have to more than double the contribution in your 30s to catch up to something in your 20s. So it's, so it's important. It's hard to t- tackle it all, but the key is really when you do go to sit down. But the key is going to be sitting down. And figuring out how much money are you bringing in? What are your necessary bills? Like what you said, you cut some a lot of unnecessary spending out. What yes. are your necessary bills? And what are you willing to commit to the student loans to get out from underneath them? Right? Because if you, you could do it over four years, you can do it over two and a half if you're really aggressive. You can figure out that that happy medium. But I definitely think it's key to keep up the public because that seems like you've already funded that with 12000 Yeah, which is fantastic. So keep that up and maybe reduce the student loans a little bit. So maybe it takes you three years or three and a half years so that you're still in the public's program. And then maybe that pushes the house back a little bit. But I think you're better off having funded the retirement a little bit more aggressively and pushing the house back a year or two.
3: Yeah, because honestly, the loans are just, like, this evil, like, demon, you know what I mean, in the back of, like, my head. And they honestly, like, terrify me, so I definitely want those gone as soon as possible.
2: If I were in your shoes, you obviously have a great work ethic, you have two jobs, so if I were you, I would maybe up the publics a little bit, right, I would figure out your budget, You are obviously spending less money in this COVID era, right, and you're yes. working more hours. I would up your public's retirement contribution and I would really sit down and figure out what is your necessary spending. And I would, if I were you, since you like the public's job, I would look for the CODA job where you're going to make more money than the school. I would keep the grocery store job and I'd pick up as many shifts as possible. And I would just get done with the loans. I would just tackle them head on yeah, and just commit to it. Because once you're out from underneath that, you have so much more freedom.
3: Right. I know. That's the thing. Like, I feel like I'm not like free. Yeah, because
2: I have those student loans just over my head all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And if you think about it, buying a house is a great investment, but it's also a lot of work. Someone described it to me as it's a living thing. It literally always needs something. Right. Not that I wouldn't, I think saving for a house is a great, great idea, but I don't think you need to buy it at 31 versus 35, if that makes sense yeah you know if you tackle all of these loans and you up your retirement contribution between now and let's say 30 you have you know you have increased retirement you've tackled your loans then you could say you know what I'm going to enjoy myself for a year I'm going to go rent an apartment it's not going to be my problem I'm going to continue to save for a house and continue to do my retirement but now at this point you've developed very good habits with budgeting right mm-hmm. and maybe you buy a house at 33 you know it's two years is going to make a big difference. 2 years of not doing retirement makes a big difference in your 20s or early 30s, but 2 years delaying a house purchase isn't going to make a big difference. I don't think in your long-term financial success. Okay.
3: Yeah, I even thought about like not even a house, just even getting like a condo or a townhouse because that's
2: really all I would need, you know. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a great idea. Cuz it's smaller, less maintenance, less great. things to fix and take care of. But yeah, absolutely. I would I would definitely focus on the loans. I'm so glad that you're already in the public, so that's huge. And you should look into the the stock purchase program.
3: Yeah, I know that's um, my sister's boyfriend has stock there too, and he's yeah, he makes some good money with it. So
2: yes, yeah, and you like since you really seem to like the company, and your plan is to stay there. I mean, you know the company better than, than I do. I'm not as familiar with it, but they usually give you with the stock purchase program, you get to buy the stock at a discount. Mhm. So worth worth putting a little into there. Yeah. So do you have any questions for me? I don't think so. I think you really gave some
3: awesome insight cuz you know, it's like I'm 26 and obviously like, you know, I'm still with my parents like obviously I want to get out as soon as possible, but I think it's really <laughs> oh important gosh. to like, you know, it's important to give myself like a good foundation before you know you could obviously get blinders on being in my position and just want to go you know get out immediately and just get my own place but I think it's important to get that good foundation first yeah and then other things will just fall into place
2: yep I think that making this sacrifice for let's say two to three years of continuing to live at home so that you can get rid of the loans long term will really help you yeah. So you're sacrificing a short term enjoyment of, let's say, having your own apartment for a long term financial gain. Yeah. And you're and you're better off, as you said, having a solid financial foundation and and making that short term sacrifice. And it and to be honest, you're gonna be working so much anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna be I don't think it's worth paying for an apartment if you're working six days a week. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's not like you know, the goal right now is to tackle these loans and work and work a lot. So it's not, I, I think it would not be the best use of money since you have, you know, an option for somewhere to stay yeah. for free. Well, keep us posted on how it goes. You have a lot of change coming up, but it sounds like you're on the right track here. Thank you. Yeah. And so we'll wrap it up for our listeners. Um, if you would like to take our online class, you can find it at www.planancial.com. We have our signature course, which is Future Rich, which was just featured by CNBC and is free. And then we have another class, which is free also for um, this pandemic time frame on student loans. So if you have student loans, that's a great class. And we have an Excel spreadsheet that goes with it. And as always, you can follow us on Instagram.
0: Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at chime.com build. That's chime.com build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com disclosures for details.